welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to Divorce Coaches Academy. I'm here with Deb and we are so excited to have you join us for yet another interesting topic as it relates to our work in divorce coaching as professional practicing divorce coaches. So today we are talking about the dreaded bottom line, coaching clients through their BATNA and WATNA and divorce. Yes. So the bottom line, Deb, I bet you've heard a bottom line or two in your work with clients. I know I have. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Often it's certainly the thing that gets thrown out, right? I will not right? I must have. Mostly bottom lines are generated out of fear and uncertainty. And we know there is so much fear and uncertainty as individuals are navigating the divorce process. There's threats to one's own well-being, identity, status, their identification as mom and dad, husband or wife, financial status. Oh, there's so many, right? Now, don't get me wrong. Bottom lines in divorce are not at all, not always inherently bad, right? Sometimes it can play an important role in clients protecting their interests, ensuring their well-being, and establishing boundaries during the divorce process. But when clients are in a state of inflexibility and conflict, right, when those bottom lines create those inability to move past their positions, create conflict, this absolutely impact future relationships, whether that is transitioning to co-parents, negatively impact children when there's an increased conflict, and absolutely increase time and related financial costs to their divorce process. Absolutely. The bottom line, <laughs> I won't settle for less than, yeah. right? That That's what we hear. And so part of our work as divorce coaches is really helping our clients strike that fine, delicate balance between advocating for their needs. We're not asking them to roll over and throw in the towel. We absolutely want them to advocate their needs, but also be open to that flexible thinking and the compromise that's going to be necessary to get to agreement, right? Absolutely. And so that that's where we are helping clients explore their interests, interests rather than position. And we've spent a lot of time talking about that. And we do when we speak on negotiation, but being able to speak to interest, why they want what they want rather than the what of what they want. That's what helps us move into being able to be more flexible and more collaborative when we're discussing these issues. Absolutely. And this is really where, as divorce coaches, our skills and alternative dispute resolution need to be shining, shining, shining. 
right? So part of the work that we do, we've we've talked about it a lot here in preparing clients and going to mediation and other forms of alternative dispute resolution. Our job, really, our ability to work with clients is to support them in this process, right? To be able to identify interest, identify shared interests, move the problem away from the people, right? Disconnect that there, work towards generating options that potentially meet those shared interests. And we do that in supporting clients and looking at a range of proposals, right? We've talked about this tiered proposal and the work that we do as divorce coaches and supporting clients through that. But once clients are able to engage in that flexible thinking and look at options, they also have to be aware of what those alternatives to those options are. And this is where BATNA comes in. And for those of you that don't know what BATNA stands for, it stands for your best alternative to a negotiated agreement. Okay. So in the context of divorce, BATNA refers to the course of action your client can take if they are unable to reach an agreement with their spouse through negotiation or mediation. So it's essentially that fallback option or the next best option available to a person if their negotiations cannot move forward towards agreement, okay? So so just like BATNA is your best alternative to a negotiated agreement, there's the WATNA. Yep. The WATNA, the worst alternative to a negotiated agreement. So again, it's the same concept. concept. It is, what if we can't come to a resolution here in our negotiation? In mediation, whether it is negotiation between attorneys, whether it is whatever other process we're using, the kitchen table, what if we can't come to agreement? What is the next course of action available to me? And what is the potential outcome? So BATNA is what is the best possible potential outcome if I take this next course of action. WATNA is what is the worst possible outcome if I take this next course of action. And the reason it's important to know is because those alternatives to a negotiated agreement are key Key. to know whether or not to walk away from that table, whether or not to compromise. You might be walking into a deeper pile of doo-doo Or you might have more leverage at the table than you realize. Yeah. And so critical. So critical. And we know that BATNA is one of the sources of power in negotiation, right? So the better a client's alternatives are, they're more able to push for an agreement that's more favorable to them, right? Because Mm -hmm. they have adequately, adequately assessed and evaluated their BATNA or their WATNA. Now, if they, if the other side of that, just as you said, Deb, it might be doo-doo, then they know they might need to be a more compromising negotiator because the worst alternative to the negotiated agreement might not be in their favor, right? So really, it's really the ability to keep people at the table. So when we talk about best alternative as a source of power, yeah, 
if I feel that I can get a really positive ruling in court, it's not going to take that much time. I'm fighting for the distribution of a premarital asset. And I feel absolutely comfortable that I am going to get it. I took, got the expert perspective that I needed to be able to adequately evaluate and assess that alternative then yeah, I'm going to push a little harder for my proposals at the negotiating table, right? Absolutely. I know my BATNA. I know my BATNA, right? And yet what we see time and time and time again is that people fail to identify and assess these alternatives adequately. So we see two things happen. We see positional bargaining right? Mm -hmm. I want this. I want that. I want this. I want that. And that isn't conducive to good negotiation. And then we see them fail to assess those alternatives. So they're negotiating based on unrealistic and uninformed ideas, right? Of what they actually might (laughs) turn up with, (laughs) get if they fail to come to a negotiated agreement. That's where we come in with reality testing. And I don't know how many times we've talked about reality testing, but that's part of, that's really what BATNA and WATNA are. We're working with our clients to help them get grounded in the reality of, if you walk away from this negotiation process, what can you expect? We want clients to be making informed, intentional decisions and BATNA and WATNA are part of that. Absolutely. And it's really important in your work as divorce coaches to be able to guide clients through this process. Because I'm going to tell you right now, they probably have never heard the word BATNA and WATNA. Okay. They probably haven't. Your clients might not know that terminology. And that terminology might be new to you as well. Okay. So, but I'm going to really, you know, say to all of you, okay, if you are not familiar with supporting clients and and assessing and evaluating their batna and watnas now is now is the time now is the time i'm i'm encouraging you all to step up to the plate and we're going to help you okay so how do we really coach a client in evaluating their batna and watna as they're preparing to go into either mediation whether that's pro se or or with attorneys or even when a attorneys are engaging in settlement negotiation. So even if you are not the person directly involved in those negotiations, you're still letting your attorney know what it is that you're looking for. What is that range? What are the proposals? And what if your attorney cannot get to the place that you're hoping to get? What are you willing to do? So Batnawana is all of those scenarios. Okay. So all of the above, all of the above. This is important regardless, regardless of what process your clients are using. Again, whether it's mediation or your attorneys are engaging in uh, settlement negotiations. So first step, first step coaches help clients identify alternatives, right? So clients should consider their alternatives if they cannot reach a satisfactory agreement. This may involve consulting with an attorney to understand their legal rights and obligations or seeking advice from a financial planner or CDFA to assess potential outcomes or exploring other alternative dispute resolution processes like arbitration 
And then, of course, moving to litigation where the judge makes a final decision. So being able to first identify what those alternatives are. Expert perspective is so really important because it's not just the productivity cost of seeking out a litigated process. There is a whole bunch of other stuff in terms of understanding, right, or getting a clearer picture from an attorney or a financial advisor, what the situation is. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a shared parenting state, quote unquote, right, where it starts at 50-50 and it goes from there and you're solidly arguing for an 80-20, you need to be speaking to a legal expert, an attorney, and exploring what is the likelihood, the probability if we went to court on this matter, how might the judge rule? What is the likelihood of getting an agreement that is more what you want, a 70-30 alignment than a 50-50? Right. Based on the documentation and based on the strength of your case, what is the likelihood? So evaluating alternatives. That is is the identification and then the evaluation, right? Yes. So the evaluation is next, right? Yes. Yes. So now that you know, now that you and your client have worked to identify the alternatives, now we need to evaluate them. Yeah. So it's important to assess like the pros and cons of each of those. So if the client is considering litigation, let's talk about the time money, emotional energy, time off work, child care, and unpredictable outcomes. So mm-hmm. it's great to get that expert perspective from an attorney, but an attorney, we know this, will never give you one answer. Yeah. They'll well, say, I well, it, it might, right? right? Because <laughs> this is an art, not a science in places where um, judges are making decisions and outcomes and creating orders. They have a, a breadth of decision-making authority and in things other than child support where it's a calculation. But if you're going to court, chances are you're arguing over income. And so again, it's up for interpretation. Yes. So there is a much a wide range of unpredictable outcomes. So we're helping them evaluate that, right? Yes. And then we're helping them identify and evaluate and think through all right, well, what if I do stay in negotiation and continue to settle? I wouldn't have all those costs mm-hmm. and I would be able to control the outcome, but mm-hmm. it might require a little bit more compromise on my part. So let's talk through the pros and cons of all of those alternatives. Right. So that's really the assessment then of the BATNA. Once we've been able to identify those alternatives, saw expert perspective, right, took into productivity costs, looked at the probability of uh, a ruling in the favor of which I want to be, then we're going to assess it. Right. Again, similar to what you said, Deb, this ability to say, okay, well, if the probability, if my assessment of my BATNA, my probability is not that great, okay, what is then that engagement in my range of proposals that I might be able to be more aligned? Of course, I'm still going to start with something that I might really want, but be more open 
to going to where I may be closer to a court ruling if the probability, right? So if the probability is 80% that the court is going to rule on 50-50, if that other spouse wants 50-50 and there's no real issues aside from, well, I was a stay-at-home parent and I want to continue that. And the other parent is saying, hey, I really want to be involved. I understand I work all the time, but it still doesn't mean I don't want to parent, right? Then my bottom, my bottom tier of my range very well may be that 50-50. Yes. And right? anything if- then I can negotiate for above that is a win. And that's a mindset shift Absolutely. to see that as a successful negotiation when we get to the part where they're at the impasse and we're assessing BATNA and WATNA mm-hmm. to see that I've evaluated my BATNA and it's 50-50 in that case. And therefore, anything I negotiate in my favor above my BATNA is yeah. success. Yeah. Yeah. Success. We can actually achieve success by evaluating and assessing our BATNA and WATNAs. Okay. Without the costs of litigation. Without the costs of litigation. Because there's nothing more disappointing to clients where there's such anger and resentment in which they have done everything they could, used and exhausted every resource to really fight out something that they really, really want to then get their worst alternative in a settlement, in a a court ruling. And that's, we don't want that. We don't want for families. No. And those are also the people that have such a hard time because they got screwed. I'm using air quotes, screwed in their divorce. And, and the, the way they got screwed is because they weren't informed. Yeah. They weren't. No, yes, they, they weren't they, informed. They weren't informed, right? So BATNA and WATNA, that's that's what we do. That that's how we help. It also allows them. Let's say that they did consult with an expert and found out, oh, well, you have a lot of documentation here. I really believe that a judge would rule in your favor and would be likely to do an every other weekend only kind of situation. Well, great. Now that gives the client a position of strength. That's some leverage. That is something that now I'm not likely to back down much. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, that is a realistic achievable BATNA that's aligned with the person's needs, our client's needs and priorities. And I think it is so important. Again, can't stress this enough. There's nobody really working with clients and helping them do this. Right. So this is there's a big, big, big void here that individuals, again, regardless of whether they're going into mediation or uh or their attorneys are engaging in settlement negotiations, understanding this process, we can do and support our clients in this process. Right. right. This positioning, negotiating from a position of strength is being an informed negotiator. Understanding your BATNA and WATNA. Let's throw out one more example, because another thing people often get to an impasse on is spousal support. Mm. Okay. So um, I'll I'll stick with the gender roles here just because it's the most common stay at home mom. She is asking for $4,000 a month for 10 years. 
he is offering $1,000 a month for five years. They're at an impasse. So she goes and gets expert perspective and finds out that support is likely to be $2,500 to $3,000 for five to seven years. Okay, now we know. Her WATNA worst outcome is $2,500 for five years. Her Mm -hmm. best is $3,000 for seven years. That's her negotiating range. She's got leverage to bring him up to $2,500 for five years. And she ought not push past 3000 for seven years. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It tells her exactly which range to stay in from a negotiation standpoint. Yep. Yep. And, and, and again, that's not to say we still can't go out, right. With a, a first top tier proposal that's above the, that BATNA. Right. And again, right. Absolutely. And, and, and being able to present right in using all those wonderful, effective communication strategies that we also help our clients develop in for negotiating, it then gives them information in which they can be informed. And I, I know it's the word we've used. It's going to be, I feel like if we were doing, you know, watch what happens live with Andy Cohen, right? They put that drink alert, the word, ours is informed. Informed. Right? informed today. Right. So every time we said informed, I don't know what you want to do, but. <laughs> but that's what happens is folks go into negotiation and she says, Right. I, my proposal is every other weekend and dinner on Wednesday nights. And when he says no to that, that's the end of the conversation. People aren't taught actually how negotiation works. And so as a divorce coach, that's our goal is to help clients understand how negotiation works, how to be successful at it, how to stay at the table without losing your mind. Yeah. Increase your distress tolerance, increase your ability to use that language, the ear statements, the yes and, all that kind of thing. Yes. Yes to all of that. Yes to all of that. And and again, we are adequately positioned to be able to support clients through the self-discovery by asking those very powerful questions to help them assess and self-discover what their interests are and what they are and are not willing to do. Yes. And what that does is set them up for success. We set them up for success. Do we set them up to get exactly what they want every time? Absolutely not. But we set them up to get closer to it. We set them up to get closer to it without bankrupting their family, without crushing their kids and set them up. So again, let me use the word, put the drink alert up, informed. intentional decisions. So they're not at a cocktail party 10 years from now talking about how they got screwed in their divorce. They can take responsibility for their own decisions and they can choose from the best of bad options, Mm -hmm. knowing why they chose what they chose. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's so much to discuss here. So I would love to hear from you guys. If you want to leave a comment on the podcast, some of your best BATNA and WATNA experiences with your clients, that would be awesome to, to get some feedback there. And again, for those of you that are interested in supporting clients in proposal development, in understanding BATNAs and WATNAs, I really encourage you to check out some of the continuing education that we provide. We're just wrapping up our pre-mediation divorce coach training. 
We talk a lot about BATNAS and our conflict coaching process. And of course, in our foundational new ADR divorce coach certification training that is beginning on June, the week of June 5th. Yeah. You can join anytime the week of June 5th because it's self-paced. So you have the whole week to finish all the lessons that we would love to have you join us. Shoot us an email, dca at divorcecoachesacademy.com or hit the website. Um, If you're interested, we will be sure to get a chance to chat one-on-one, answer your questions and get you enrolled. So we would love to have you. We'll be back next week. We hope this was helpful in uh, supporting clients through negotiation and understanding their BATNA and WATNA. And hopefully we will see you back here next week for another topic to help you build your business and support clients. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.